Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Happy holidays from what is now called the Holderness Family Podcast. <laughs> it's currently called that. We're thinking of changing the name. Spoiler alert. I know. We are. It's just, you know what? It's just weird saying my name over and over I again. I know. It's a lot. So we have some ideas for new names. I don't know if I want, should I tell people the ideas well, for Well, I will or? say, I, I think when we started putting out videos, we just, you had to make a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. So we just like put Holderness family. Yeah. In hindsight, we could have, should have come up with something a little more creative. Right. Like Taylor's dude dad. Right. And then like the I mom so hard girls. Like we should have been like, Vloggy McGee or something. Like. Yeah, it was just really so for I, I I fancy myself a creative person, but we just really let's, just kicked the can on. Let's that. workshop Vloggy McGee. Ready? Let's start over the show. Go ahead. Three, two, one. <laughs> hey, what? No, I liked that show. Hey, I'm Penn Holderness. No, I like. And I'm Kim Holderness. Welcome to Vloggy in. McGee. <laughs> okay, I was like, no, we're not. No, no. Doing. I mean, workshop this. Ready? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Great, go. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness, and I'm Vloggy McGee. Welcome to the Vlogs Vlog. It just rolls off the tongue. No, Vloggy McGee doesn't. Okay, work. so anyway, work. remember to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and this you're listening to this podcast where it's first being published the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, 2021. So it, yeah, we have a lot of fun today. Yes. But we're going to start. We normally read a review. Today we're going to play one. So I'm going to talk a little bit about technology because you know I'm a big techie. There have been so many advances <laughs> in technology. And this is a new one, you guys. Do you know that you can use your phone what? to talk into it to people? No. Because it seems to me that all I'm getting now are text messages and no one ever calls me anymore. So we moved, talk. we moved, Kim and I moved into the 20th century and got a phone line that you could call into. Here's why we're old fashioned. We're, your, your comments are great, and that happens on Facebook. We like to hear your voice. So let's play the review from yeah. Beth. So thanks so much. Here we go. Hey guys, my name is Beth. I am in Union County, North Carolina. I just wanted to say I love your podcast, love your videos, listen to your audio book. So keep it up. You're bringing joy to the world. Beth, thank, thank you so much, Beth. Yeah, and also, how magical was that to be able to hear people? Like, I there, there's there's all these folks, folks. Oh <laughs> sorry, my gosh, you're 82. Who, who, who comment on our podcast, and I've always wanted to know what they sound like, and I'm so excited now to have this new cutting edge technology so don't forget to call us leave a message ask us a question yep and give us ideas of podcasts you would like us any topics you want us to cover again ask us questions but if you have like a random thought in the middle of the night just put this on your you know put this on your phone yeah save save our number it's 323-364-3929 we'll put it in the show notes 323-364-3929 leave your name location and question and we might play your question in next week's podcast next week's episode so Guys, we thought it'd be fun to hear from you this week on some of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions and some of your crazy stories. And we have a bunch of them, too. Before we get to these, I, I feel like I want to talk to you about Thanksgiving. Just me and you. And I'm sorry. So my wife, I, I didn't mean to, to, to go in this direction. My, my wife is, uh, she's, she's crying. And it's because Thanksgiving was a really special time for 
her extended family, and everyone's got a different story and a different family, but her, the center of her family's story was not just every Thanksgiving, but every Sunday was a Thanksgiving in her family because her grandmother, Betty Richelieu, who we call Mima, would have everyone over. And I got to witness a few of these Sundays. They are crazy town, right? Like they, everyone is loud and boisterous and hugging and sometimes screaming. Not everybody agrees, but it's all those things that, that feel right about family. Mima passed away about a week ago and Kim got a chance to go to Florida to be with her on her final days. And if you can imagine a beautiful death, I know sometimes it seems like an oxymoron. This was a beautiful death, but I know that my wife is thinking a lot about her right now and she will be all Thanksgiving. Yeah, she was the center of our whole family and kept us all together and kept us all in line. And and our, I, I'm so lucky that I, you know, got to do life with her. And my kids had a great grandmother that, you know, knitted them socks and called them on their birthday and sent them presents. And then we got to visit. I mean, just very lucky to have her don't you feel like all of those weekends that she had people over there were just like many thanksgivings over and over no totally and uh so many and i'm of course doing the slideshow for the service right now so i'm just going through all the pictures and there's just you know her smile's pretty amazing so thanksgiving will be you know it'll be a it'll be a tough one this year but yeah, yeah we'll be thinking about her a lot I'm sorry. By the way, I, that, when I said I wanted to talk to you about Thanksgiving, I was actually going to bring up the time that we went to see Britney Spears in Vegas. Oh, there was a Friendsgiving. Yeah, that's what I was. That's where I was headed. But then I saw I saw the look in your eyes, and I know that this is like there's no. Let's put it this way: there's no way we're going to be able to work around this. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is so this is such a big part of your life right now. And but can I be honest? This is a big part of my life too. Mm-hmm. She was. I I probably got to know her better than some of my grandparents. Yeah. Uh, my grandparents had many, uh, multiple grandparents who had dementia before I was old enough to really have like, a decent conversation with them. Yeah. Back when they were still figuring out what Alzheimer's was. But she was spectacular and she was the, the center of that universe and the real spirit of Thanksgiving, which is all of these traditions, all of these things. She was the sacred keeper of those things. And she hasn't been able to host Thanksgiving for a while. You know, yeah. her health hasn't been great. But she was the center. And so we're going to celebrate Mima this year. Yeah. And you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to take as much time as you want. Penn talked about with the time we saw Britney Spears. For the record, we did not see Britney Spears on Thanksgiving. We thought my mom flew in town for like, to be with us for Thanksgiving for like a week. And I had this crazy idea. I texted some friends. I'm like, my mom's here, meaning I got a free babysitter. So let's go to Vegas. The weekend before. The weekend before. So we went to Vegas the weekend before. And I'm obsessed with Britney Spears and always have been. And she was playing in Vegas. She was fantastic. It was, I mean, she didn't actually sing. That's the best part. But she put out an amazing show. (laughs) And she's just a great performer. And that was a a Thanksgiving highlight for sure. Yes. It was awesome. And and by the way, she didn't sing. She turned her microphone on to say, how's everybody doing? 
and, and that was lip, all I needed. She lip synced everything that's, else. That's all I needed. But she's like, she's a very good dancer still. Mm-hmm. And, and she surrounded herself by very talented people. And we just had an awesome time. Yes. Okay. But anyway, we asked for your stories. We went to Instagram and asked for your stories. And we're going to play a lot of messages. Some we've heard, some our producers thought would be better if they were surprises. But my mom sent one. My mom has been very busy. She did not have time to leave us a voicemail. For obvious, yes. for the same reasons you've been busy yes, for the last couple of weeks. But she said, remember the time... I put the turkey in the oven and the thermostat broke. The oven made it to about 900 degrees before I smelled the burn. We had to take the turkey to Mima's house to bake it. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. The turkey was scorched. So thanks for those that called in and shared. You guys did not disappoint. Also, thank you to our daughter, Lola, who left this very important message. We never should have given her this number because we knew she was going to abuse Hi, it. Hi, um, your daughter. I was wondering um, what's for dinner tonight. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thanks, Bye. Lola. Um, yeah, thanks, uh, Lola. That was amazing. And it was pesto pasta. So, moving on. Yeah, let's move on to some, some people who aren't our daughter. So, you experiment a little in college, right? Right, of course. Everybody well, does. <laughs> we're learning about our bodies. Yeah, no, you're young. You're learning about your body. <laughs> no. It's fine. Why explore, not experiment explore the with, space. Why not experiment with a unique way to eat a turkey? By the way, we have not listened to these. I'm like, I'm, this is, these are virgin ears. Okay. So here we go. Hey, this is Judy. I have a fun uh, Thanksgiving story for you. In college, back in the mid to late 90s, believe it or not, my friends and I decided to do a Thanksgiving Friendsgiving before there was ever the term Friendsgiving. Got the turkey. My roommates did not know you're supposed to thaw the turkey. We cooked it anyway. We decided to eat it layer by layer the outer layer put it back in the oven let it cook a little bit longer eat the next layer let it cook a little bit more surprisingly no one got sick we we had a lot of alcohol in our system so it killed off any salmonella that potentially could have harmed us that okay hang on i've I've got follow-up questions by the way I, so I have done this when I was in college. No, 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 not with the turkey, but with frozen like ground beef. Okay. I would, oh, I, I see, would, like a burger. I would, I, would, I would just put it in frozen and then like chip it off, shave it off of the outside, and then eat I think it I've as done you that go. before. Yeah, but oh, Judy. Oh. Wait a minute. So, I mean, I think this actually might not be a terrible idea. That way, so it's not it's you're not, fresh, and you're not getting it. It's not too dried out, and you're not also thawing a turkey is the grossest thing ever. Where do you put it? It's just turkey juice. Like it's either going to be in your sink, but still, it's turkey juice in your sink, or you put it in a pan, and it's like turkey juice in a you're pan. You're supposed to like thaw it in the refrigerator for days. Yeah, but then it's in the. It's like in the way. I know. I there's don't, not a great spice. Well, hang on. So let's like let's, let's workshop this. Okay, let's. Wh- why don't we try this one year? Like let's just do the layer. It kind of like you ever been to one of those Greek rest like places where there's the spinning cone of meat and they just shave the outside of it off slowly and it's delicious every time because you're getting like a fresh uh, I think I'm too old for that I'm on to this okay so Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Penn, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. Uh, But of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix Sticks, and four IQ Joe Sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text Holderness to 64000. Get your discount. Text Holderness to 64000. That's Holderness to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. We're Gen X, and we remember life before cell phones. But what if everyone was on their way to your house for Thanksgiving dinner and you had to leave? Okay, Marsha. Hey, my name is Marsha. I am from San Clemente, California, and I had a Thanksgiving story. Forty years ago, I was pregnant with my first child, and so giving my first Thanksgiving, I usually travel to my parents' house, but because I was pregnant and about to be due, I was going to do my own Thanksgiving dinner with my family coming, and I was getting the turkey out, and all of a sudden, I went into labor, and I had to leave the turkey in the sink and left a note on the door. We didn't have cell phones back then. So my mom came on in. She prepared the whole Thanksgiving dinner, a dinner, and by the time they were through with dinner, they headed to the hospital, and their first grandchild was born, who will be 40 this Thursday. So I just thought I would share that Thanksgiving story. Oh, what a memorable Thanksgiving. Well, well, hang on. Why didn't they come with her in the first place? Well, because you can't like go. Who wants all those people in the room with you? I guess that's true. No, but, I don't need all this. But like, in the room. Did, did we do we have information? Like, did her husband go with her? Or? Yeah, I'm sure her husband went okay, with her. Okay, good. So, but then they stayed in her house. Yes. While she was going into labor, I think that's You're, adorable. You would have been okay with that. Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure. Absolutely. If you're going to finish cooking the dinner, 100. percent I'm trying to think about this. You have been very pregnant for at least from very to sort of pregnant for many of your Thanksgiving. Not many. For, if only had for, two for, kids. Well, for both of your kids, right? If only had two kids. Do you remember those? Um, the fl- I, what, I went to Florida with Lola and then I, I don't even know what I did. I think I hosted for Penn Charles. But we I had feel to like, host because we couldn't travel. Yeah. And we typically host Thanksgiving, but I think as any pregnant woman will tell you you just even when you're about to give birth you just suck it up and do it and i it is my pleasure to i actually enjoy hosting so yeah i i remember i think the one the one when lola lola's one wasn't it i was coming back from thailand Mm -hmm. like right after that because my brother got married the week of thanksgiving in thailand so you and i was like seven months pregnant and 
could not, I could still travel. I could still fly to Florida, but I could not. We were living in New York City, but I did not feel comfortable going on an airplane for like 12 hours. Oh, it was, I think it was more than 12 hours. It was the longest flight I've ever been on. It was like from J, it's like you, it's so funny when you go from JFK to Thailand, you just take off in whatever direction you want to and go straight. I'm sure the pilots had a plan. Well, no, he did, but I'm just saying, like, I'll show you a globe. It is exactly on the other side. So when it's a circle, you really can go any direction you want to. I I mean, obviously, I love Laurie and Dale, and I'm so sad I missed their wedding, but it was. You would have loved the kickboxing. Yes, but I was (laughs) due, like, I was like seven months pregnant, and it was just not. Yeah. where I needed well, to be. Anyway. I, wanted to, I wanted to bring up you hosting Thanksgiving when you were pregnant because you do always suck it up. Like you were, I, I mean, I can tell you some stories. I, it definitely Thanksgiving. I mean, we, Penn Charles was born on December 23rd and you were at a Christmas lunch on December 25th. I know you were in a ton of pain. And then the day after that, you were shooting a commercial. I shot a commercial. No, I didn't. I shot a commercial the 20. I had a meeting on the 28th. Honestly, I look back on that. I'm like, no wonder I had like postpartum depression because I I went, the job I had was like, I would shoot commercials or write things and you just do them a couple hours here and there. So it's not like I was going into an office, but I went back to work way too fast. But it only took like an hour, right? So it wasn't. We kind of had to. Yeah, I mean, we needed the money, so I wasn't going to say no to it. So, I mean, like, if I didn't do it, yeah. I did, wasn't getting a full-time paycheck. So, if I didn't do it, I wasn't going to make money, and I needed the money. So, yeah, I had one of those compression belly things that actually feels better after you give birth to, to wear. And I sucked it up and put a coat on and shot a commercial. And um, Penn stayed in the car with the baby. With milk. And I, no, but I would like go nurse and then I would go shoot a commercial. And it only took a couple hours, but I was still traumatized by the fact that I had to put on makeup a week after giving birth. Well, I was bringing that up not to traumatize you again, but just to say that you're a good example of somebody, as you said, who just sucks it up. Like you right up until the day that the baby comes and pretty shortly after you are a hard worker. So Thanksgiving, I guess, is nothing compared to that. Well, you're very sweet. Our producers wanted to surprise us with this next one. They didn't want us to hear this before we played it, but they tell us uh, they want to adopt the next caller. And he's probably our youngest podcast listener. Oh, this is Jacob from it it says WI. I think it's Jacob from Wisconsin. Okay, let's listen. Okay, here we go. Hi, this is Jacob from uh, Wisconsin, and I'm calling for your Thanksgiving podcast. And my disastrous story <laughs> is at Thanksgiving on my dad's side, my grandma hates running out of food. And my dad's <laughs> side of the family isn't that big, but they love potatoes. So my grandma mashed 15 pounds of potatoes. What? And between that whole family, they ran out of potatoes. In just the first serving. <laughs> Thank you. I love your podcast. And goodbye. Oh, Jacob. First of all. Well done. Good storytelling. Good storytelling. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. I also, it's so funny that you say your grandma doesn't want to run out of food. My grandmother, my Mima, who just passed away, like the way she loved people was to, you know, like they feed you. But genetically, I got this from her. I have a fear of running out of food. Yes. So if we have 
two kids over to our house if there's like you know if we're having a sleepover and it's time to order pizza and they're just two extra children there I will order like four large pizzas because God forbid your four off is pretty intense. That's that's fear of running out of food. Your four off has <laughs> has led to some pretty expensive tabs when we're I like, over we're, order on. So and then there's also those parents who are like, why would you order that much? And we're like, you know what? This is our problem. We're going to take it. Yeah. Just like move along. Remember the birthday? We went to a birthday party one time. Oh, and, yeah. And it was like I know 18 exactly. kids. Yep. I know and they ordered this. two pizzas. Yep. And I was like, and, and I started sweating. I'm like, please tell me there's more pizza. I mean, I'm not going to eat it, but there's none of, so I have a fear of running out of food. But there's also people who have a fear of ordering too much food. I'm not that. <laughs> I know that you're well, not. Well, I, I, I mean, I wear the same clothes over and over again. I don't spend money in, in like a yeah. lot of places where other people spend money, but I have a fear of running out of food to where I was, I am responsible for mashed potatoes this year. Like we've made a list of who's responsible it's for 15 what. 15 pounds seems like a lot. I know. I'm like, and I'm, I I'm, I'm imagining having... lifting 15 pounds of Jacob. We're going to get more than 15 pounds of mashed potatoes. I, but I'm right thinking now. I need more because I think I got like, <laughs> I think we got like six pounds of Wait, potatoes. Okay, how many people are we having over? Question mark. It's going to be like 12 to 14. I think it's like 15 people. Don't you think a half a pound of potatoes per person seems like enough? I think there's probably a calculator online somewhere. But I got six pounds of potatoes, but I feel like I need more. You know what I'm going to do this year just for fun? I'm going to weigh how much food I ate in Thanksgiving. <laughs> Because I'm just fascinated by the like Jacob has opened my eyes here. I don't really think about it, but I do like I've I've you know like a big bowl of soup. That's a lot of pounds. I bet you. Well, I, could, I mean, let's not create any body dysmorphia food issues. No, I'm just but, gonna I'm just gonna weigh. I'm just gonna take some time and put everything on a scale from the minute that I wake up to the minute that I go to sleep. I'm gonna weigh how much food and water and <laughs> beer and wine I put in my system on Thanksgiving. And then, and then, Thank you, Jacob. Oh my lord, That's Jacob! A great idea. Okay, moving on. Uh, it's always an issue when you're an adult and one day, you know, we're going to experience this too, <laughs> that whose house do you go to for Thanksgiving? Like your parents, your in-laws, my parents are divorced. So it's like extra fun. There's like extra parents. So much fun. Um, so much fun. And then one day we had to think about it, honey, our kids are like not going to spend, they're going to be with their gross oh Wait a minute. husbands or you wives. Just, and they're not going to be with us. They're not going to be with us. We're going to have to find ways to be more enticing to them than our I in-laws. Know. We have to be the fun parents. Can we write that into like a prenup? Yes. Or are. or we invite them, everyone. Like we invite we, the We the suck in. Yeah, I'm yes. not kidding. We do that. We invite the in-laws. Yes. They may not like this. No, but we make it like everybody and then we can yeah. put ev- the in-laws up in a nice hotel. Yeah. And yes, I like this. Idea. Okay. 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 Anyway, so um, Donna has it figured out apparently. She has a solution. Donna's from Georgia. Hey, Holderness family. This is Donna Ray Woods from Athens, Georgia. I was going to let you know that a fun thing we do at Thanksgiving, well, the day after Thanksgiving, we have deemed the Friday after Thanksgiving our official Steaksgiving day. Okay. We serve the best steaks we can find with all of our favorite leftovers. Okay. It's an awesome time, and my kids would much rather come to my house for Thanksgiving and go to their in-laws' house for Thanksgiving. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I love this idea. And you get, so the steak goes with the leftovers. I mean. 
So I have a friend, Kate, who always hosts hostesses mm-hmm. hosts a leftover party the Friday after Thanksgiving, yes. and you it's just come in your pajamas and, and your Kate's last, like a chef too. Yeah, she's a great. chef. Yeah, and um, you bring your just bring your leftovers, and it's not fancy. It's like literally like everybody just puts it in a Pyrex and they load in just globs of I food. I love that party. I know it's a good party, um, but. Um, I love steaks giving so steak and then you have the leftovers yeah. and, I mean it doesn't have to be steak if you want steak let's do steak we could also do sushi's giving sush giving yeah sashimi's giving <laughs> we could do ramen's giving um, okay but I so, just like it's the name that really that, that I love this so here's that works if your in-laws are in town right. if my kids dare to live in a new city from me we're going to cross that bridge I'm already freaking out I, like I will my say my kids are 14 and 11 by yeah. the way <laughs> my favorite thing about what Donna Ray just told us is I, I, I do think Friday should be an additional party day. I love the Friday after thing. It's, it's a yeah, bonus it. day. No one's doing anything on that Friday. I mean, our family like decorates the entire house. Sorry, and spends, baby. Like, but like maybe we do that for a few hours instead of the whole day and we party a little bit on Friday. Um, no, nope, moving on. No, I just, <laughs> Friday is, I love, I do love the Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, for, for different reasons. Yeah. For decorating. For decorating. Yeah. Sorry, babe. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Kristen. Kristen, Thanksgiving dinner prep can sometimes be dangerous. Be safe this turkey day or you might end up like our next story. And uh, we've been given a warning. This might be graphic for oh, some people. Okay. So earmuffs. And we'll, we'll see you back here in a, approximately one minute. Okay, so um, this is Kristen. I live in Ponte Vedra, Florida, and I have a Thanksgiving story, not a, a tradition or anything, but it was my first. I had lived overseas for two years in Switzerland um, working as an expat, and it was my first Thanksgiving back with my family in Florida um, with my now husband and my immediate family, and I was slicing my sweet potatoes and my butternut squash. And I placed the tip of my thumb right off. And in the pile on the the cutting board was sweet potatoes slices and um, butternut squash slices and my thumb slice. And I immediately knew what I did. And my now husband, we were not married at the time, took the piece of thumb, um, had to decipher which one was the thumb. Yeah. Oh, no, that's it. The vegetables. And put it on a bag of ice, and it was just the, you know, I mean, it was the same thickness as the the, uh, vegetables. Uh, Kristen! Oh, my gosh. So, can I tell... Okay. Are we going to tell the Pen Charles story? So, you guys, and I don't think we've ever talked about this before because we like to protect um, our children's, like, medical information, but he's so proud of this story, I'm (laughs) sure he would come up and tell it himself. Oh, is he... No, he's not. He's not here. Where is our child? (laughs) He's not here. He's at practice. He's at basketball practice. (laughs) I thought he was here for a second. (laughs) When I was... um, Oh, gosh. We're going to have, like, a lot of... Yeah. So, we... And he went to after school care. What is it? He was like, you want me to jump in here? Third grade. Yep, He was in third grade. Uh, he was going from one room to another at, and look, we're not blaming anybody, but it, there was a door in the school to the kitchen. And because it was a door to the kitchen, it had like a certain type of heft to it. And if a draft hit the, the door the right way, it closed really quickly. So he got his finger closing the door at school and his, and the tip of his finger just fell flat off. So we, I mean, and Penn Charles, I love that boy. He is the sweetest boy ever. We saw him this afternoon laying on the trampoline, watching the leaves come down. I'm like, that guy's really winning at life right yeah, now, yeah. but he's, he feels everything. I remember being like that when I was his age, he's very sensitive and um, he will cry sometimes when um, it's not 
maybe not as necessary. So I don't even I don't even want to know what his initial reaction was when his finger got chopped off. But it um, did. And I feel it like did. we yeah, we definitely need to yeah, warn people before listening that. No, okay. it's but like if, if they got through the other story, they can get through this one. Anyway, we um we we uh kept it. It's still in our freezer. Just in case they were going to reattach it, but it wasn't enough of it they needed to reattach it. And then I was like, PC, you want to just keep this? So we still have it. It says biohazard and it's in our freezer. His finger's been in our freezer now for three, four years? Four years <laughs> now? That disgusting? I love it. I, he loves it. Like it's a party trick. He's like, look, here's part of my finger. But listen, that fingertip looked exactly like chopped sweet oh potatoes. my god i think this whole part we have to cut out no we don't i'm telling you like i, I can't imagine the fear because you have to to bring it to reattach it it really does look a lot like a sweet potato like in color probably in texture and all this stuff mm-hmm. right oh my gosh okay i'm so sorry Donna, i mean or Kristen, I, I i'm okay with this story okay so the, can, so there is another besides injury there's another theme of thanksgiving and it's forgetting to thaw the turkey for example that one time your sweet mom she was hosting Thanksgiving <laughs> and she like just, he, she, yeah. I think also let's just be really transparent. So your parents have Alzheimer's. I think that yes. was like the time I was like, Hmm, maybe they, they mixed Alzheimer's with mimosas on, <laughs> on this day. Let's be fully transparent. So maybe that's there what is happened. Some mimosheimers. <laughs> they had mimosheimers <laughs> and she, that's a thing. I like that, but they had mimosheimers and she yeah. pulled it out. Like literally like just like pulled the turkey out of the freezer. We're supposed to eat at four and it was like three o'clock. And I was like, oh, Mary. Yeah. We're we're having a vegetarian Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. Mary. You know, uh, it was I, delicious, by yeah. the way. All the other side. You could you could you don't need to eat meat on Thanksgiving. No. No. And we had the oyster casserole. Yum. I, Kim and, didn't like that. I know. I'm All sorry. right, Jennifer from Texas. Okay. Thaw us out. Hi, uh, this is Jennifer and I'm from Texas. And my first experience with Cooking the turkey for Thanksgiving turned out similar to your mother-in-law's. I didn't realize you needed to defrost it for several days ahead of time, so we figured out a way to defrost it by sticking a hair dryer inside the middle of it. Wait. So we always talk about that 30-plus years. Okay, Jennifer. I think you're on to something. Okay, no, but okay, look, we've, we've dried our clothes before with a hair dryer and it gets to that point where if it doesn't have proper filtration <laughs> it just smells of it makes ass. it makes that <laughs> smell when it's like our hair dryer is going to blow up right now how did they get filtration jamming it up the turkeys kind of i'm imagining it was up the up the hoo-ha up the caboose so they stuck a, a hair dryer up the caboose and uh got it all thawed i there's no way that worked I'm sure it worked. I love wow. that. That's a great story. So there was a couple people who messaged us on Instagram about their Thanksgiving fails or their traditions. Nice. Um, uh, one one person said they have an indoor snowball fl- fight with fake snowballs after Thanksgiving to kick off the Christmas season, and that her daughter looks forward to it every year. Um, the um, <laughs> And this one person said, one year, my my now 48-year-old sister was little, and she was helping my mom stuff the turkey. At dinner, my aunt started making faces and pushing her stuffing around uh, around her, her plate. When my mom asked what was wrong, my aunt pulled the fork up and came up with a string of bubble gum that my sister had dropped in the turkey. <laughs> so this, the tradition from um, another person is, we hate turkey, we only like the sides. And she calls it sides giving, and they sometimes oh yeah sides giving yeah, which is basically what we had when my mom yeah had the turkey, and we yeah. love that just stuffing. But they're in Texas, so sometimes they smoke a brisket. 
Okay. I love that. What? So let's, like, I'm gonna, we're going to get a lot of hate from this, but I'm, I'm going to go back to what you said. Like, is turkey the best part for anybody of Thanksgiving? No. Is it? I mean, except for mine, because mine's amazing. Yeah. Um, no one's looking like you got to put something on the turkey or eat something with the turkey. It's not anyone's favorite thing. Yeah, I um, I could. So this year, you guys, just because there's a lot happening in my life and we're, we're flying out for my grandmother's memorial service and there's just a lot. And so mentally, normally I take great pride in like brining a turkey for 24 hours and <laughs> roasting it and basting it and all this stuff. And I was like, I do that. And then Penn fries a turkey for a half hour in the driveway. We do and two turkeys. Yeah, we do two turkeys. And it's everybody's favorite. So what am I doing? I'm just I'm releasing control. So like it. Penn and our neighbor Chris are in charge. They're two dueling turkey fryers. We're frying two turkeys this year. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's not my responsibility and you don't understand what that means. That that's a huge step for me to I'm, give up the turkey. I am thrilled. I, this is a win win. I'm gonna be outside. Yeah. With the turkey and beer and Chris. Yeah. For like at least an hour. Yeah, I know. I'm no, I'm excited for you to have that and, and that frees up oven space. I mean, yeah. there's, there's like no downside. I, I can't, if you do it safely and uh, we're, we were, uh, if you've listened to this, you may have already seen our video about deep frying to, yes. to, to boys, to men. Um, I suppose we could put that on here if we wanted to, people wanted to listen to it. If you guys want to hear, you guys want to hear some R and B. Okay. There it was. Um, no. So before we say goodbye, Let's talk about some of our Thanksgiving traditions. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, we get up. Well, you get up early, very early. Um, you start cooking. You've got, um, you've got an apron on. I always remember you've got an apron on. And um, you have a lot done before Macy's Thanksgiving's, Thanksgiving parade comes on. But that is a centerpiece of your day, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think Lola has kind of caught on and like she likes to watch it with you now too right yeah i love the parade i love a parade yeah. and so that was my tradition growing up that we would you know be helping in the kitchen and then have the parade would be on so um i think it's so funny that my husband and son try to sit down and turn on espn and something i'm like you're cute leave we just find other places for that because yes. there's football yeah so pc and i watch football mm-hmm. we throw football a lot of times are in our neighborhood and i think it's gonna happen this year as well there's usually like uh in a school somewhere there's like two hand touch football going on so we go out and we play that um the turkey gets cooked we invite over family sometimes they come sometimes they can't we've started like we we add neighbors it seems every year and like i'm starting to love that i love that kind of friends thanksgiving vibe and then after all of the turkey is done and cleaned up we have our annual thanksgiving day basketball game oh yeah i don't participate in that but it's really funny because it's we're getting older and so we've had to move the rim down to like seven feet and we're both giants so it's just dunking on each other over and over again um but i'm starting to like we're we're building some thanksgiving traditions of our own and i love it i know i know and to think that like our kids will make their own traditions it's really sweet we also do the thing where at the table we say what we're thankful for that's pretty we can't be the only ones who do that no, i think that's I think like everybody <laughs> and we say a blessing what? before we know i'm like no. I, this no i'm just trying to go through the stuff that we do um okay i'm done <laughs> you can move on we she, are, kim wants to keep her moving we're really excited that next week on the podcast we have comedian fortune feemster oh yeah we're huge fans of her and it was so great to talk to her and that being said 
If you have any ideas for podcasts or guests, or you just want to say hello, leave us a note or give us a call. That number will be in the show notes. And should we do this again for Christmas, like Christmas traditions? We could. Christmas story. Um, I, I love to hear people's traditions, like our Christmas tradition at my grandmother's house. And we would open... Christmas presents at our house and then we all lived in the same town so we all went to my grandparents house for the afternoon and we like brought our you know we played our, with our toys with the cousins and then um, my grandparents and they never had a lot of money but they was like my grandmother would make us presents or there'd always be something from the grandparents and there was like 15 grandchildren they always gave a present to all the grandkids and then we would take all the wrapping paper and we would just like store it and then there would be a huge wrapping paper fight. And it got the wrapping paper fight got to be so huge that people imported wrapping paper from like their homes. So they would save the wrapping paper from their Christmas morning and they would bring it in bags and then it would just be a huge mess. I'm telling you, it's the after stuff. I'm I'm so big on the after stuff. Yeah. The wrapping paper fight. There's a friend of ours has like a Christmas tree burning bonfire. I got friends, you know, we've got yeah. the leftover party. I love the continuation. Yeah, and there's, there's no always pressure. free days. Yeah. yeah, and there's no pressure and except for my poor grandmother, she complained about it because man, that was a mess. And oh, as God, a kid, yeah. I just threw it and I never Didn't really picked up. it up. No. So for the adults that really sucked because there was my my, my grandmother <laughs> like like, your mom. It would be Easter and she'd be <laughs> yeah. finding wrapping paper places. I feel like your mom took the lead on the cleaning there. Um, no, my aunt Jeannie. Are you kidding me? No. Um, anyway, well, thanks for listening guys. I really, really hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Me too. (laughs) Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.